It's the state of Victorian trots racing and the people who drive the sport. You're one out, one back. And welcome to the latest edition of One Out, One Back for Harness Racing Victoria on RSN 927, our mini country radio relays, our social media as well. You're with Andrew Cuse. Cody Winnell about to join us in the studio in just a moment. Also a number of very special guests today. Uh, Brent Fisher will join us from the HRV Integrity team to talk about some new appointments uh, to the staffing there. Toby McKinnon from uh, Trots Clubs Victoria will talk about the uh, Country Cup's uh, success. And Andrew English will join us as well to talk about the Grassroots Goal Program. Again, a great success coinciding with many a Country Cup. Speaking of Country Cups, though... What a talking point from last Sunday. Can't refuse, kicks back, off the back. 28.5 third quarter, Buster Brady struggling. Jillaby Chevy's away in the run. Flaming flooded to the outside. Can't refuse in front, three metres. Jillaby Chevy back to the pegs. Buster Brady's still coming. Then Flaming Flutter, it's can't refuse in front. Jillaby Chevy sprint lading through. Buster Brady comes again. Buster Brady's coming again and got up. What a win. Buster Brady's come back to win again. Well, you don't often hear the term struggling and then a win in the same race to describe Bay Horse, but what a gutsy win, almost like the boxer in Rocky, getting up off the canvas, finding a way. Cody Winnell, what an amazing result, the way it panned out. Andrew, great to be with you this morning. And, yeah, you're right, it was a uh, sensational win. Buster Brady looked struggling and gone at the corner, but we've sort of seen that before, and he just lifts, he keeps finding at the end. He's so fast in a straight line, Buster Brady, and he's so tough. And uh, I agree with Jason Bonington. I think Buster Brady will win a really big race one day. For now, though, five wins out of seven in the Trots Country Cups Championship for Buster Brady has just about sewn up the uh, $25,000 bonus for Kima Frenning, the trainer of that horse. She's doing a wonderful job. Uh, 27 points Buster Brady's racked up for the season. He's nine clear of perspective, the second-placed horse in the championship. Uh, but Kima Frenning has said in some breaking news that she will not be taking Buster Brady to Mildura or Warrigal. Buster Brady will have a break now. And that does open the door very slightly if perspective was to come out and win the Mildura Cup. And then he was to win the Warrigal Cup. Then his connections will pick up $25,000. But we'll talk more about that later on when we're joined by Toby McKinnon. We certainly will. Uh, Let's start, though, by introducing a member of the HRV team. Not more so for media, street and spotlight interviews. He's uh, there to do a job. And I believe he's about to tell you about some new appointments to his staff. He certainly is. I'm joined by uh, Brent Fisher, who's the General Manager of Integrity at Harness Racing Victoria. We've got two new signings were announced this week uh, in the space of Integrity. Jesse Rando joining the stewards panel. And the highly respected investigator, John O'Halloran, has taken on the role of Manager of Investigations and Compliance. Brent, firstly, welcome to One Out, One Back. Thanks, Cody. What can you tell us about John, the new uh, gen- uh, the new Manager of Investigations and Compliance at HRV? You've had a good association with him over a period of time. Yeah, I have. I've been fortunate to have uh, known John for uh, about 24, 25 years. We were both in the uh, both worked at Victoria Police together um, at, during our uh, during our career at Victoria Police. And John, for the last five or six years, has worked worked at the uh, Office of Racing Integrity Commissioner. He has a uh, extensive knowledge of uh, of racing. Uh, he has is uh, highly respected and regarded as a, an investigator and a manager. And it is a really significant uh, signing for us to get someone of John's quality to come to Harness Racing Victoria. 
And he's got a lot of, uh, you've, you've mentioned his uh, Office of uh, Racing Integrity Commissioner experience, but he's got a lot of uh, investigative experience behind that as well too, doesn't he, further he, back in his career? He does. Well, he worked at, uh, he worked at Victoria Police at, uh, at various uh, crime squads. Uh, he also worked at uh, suburban um, CIBs, and he's also worked at various other government departments uh, as an investigator. Um, he is highly respected as an investigator. He's highly regarded as a manager as well, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, John coming to Harness Race in Victoria. Brent, tell us about his role, the manager of investigations and compliance. What does that entail, and how many uh, staff are on the investigations team at HRV? Uh, his main functions would include uh, conducting various investigations, preparing briefs of evidence, handling all the matters that uh, appear before uh, for serious offences that appear at the Racing Appeals Board and VCAT. He would oversee our drug control program and managing the licensing of uh, industry participants. Um, yeah, that's that's his main uh, core functions. Mm. We currently have uh, four investigators at the investigation uh, at the integrity department, as well as a senior information analyst. And John Droll would be overseeing all of them. It is quite a uh, it's quite a a busy. Um, role that John has. Uh, it's very uh, fluid and, and dynamic and the number of investigations that uh, we do annually uh, are quite are quite um, quite high. We, we average approximately uh, 120 investigations per year and we generate um, approximately 220 information reports per year. So John's role would be overseeing all of that information, overseeing all those investigations. So it's, a, so it's, quite, a, um, it's quite a challenging role, but I look forward to John coming to HRV. Brent, we've had you on before to talk about some of the technology and the advancements uh, that we've seen in the investigative space in the integrity department. Um, how's that tracking? And uh, and you've just mentioned some pretty decent stats for a uh, for a small team, so no doubt very busy. How important is it to have uh, the backing of, uh, of, of modern technology and and modern investigative techniques? Yeah, thanks, Cody. Like we're, in the past, we've uh, you know we've downloaded uh, mobile phones. We still continue uh, with that uh, with that function. We've uh, utilised um, uh, equipment such as uh, unmanned aerial vehicle, which is a drone. We still continue that equipment. We need to be at the forefront of technology to ensure that our industry uh, is a level playing field. And John will come to the department um, with, with his own ideas, with his own thoughts, and we may look at further technology to ensure that we have a level playing field. Absolutely. And John, uh, in speaking with him for the, the media release, he sounds uh, very uh, excited and looking forward to uh, to joining the team and uh, and was you know only had uh, good things to say about what he's seen from the HRV investigations. Even he would have worked... Uh, I'm guessing fairly closely with HRV through his time at the Racing Integrity. He has. He's worked at, uh, with HRV on a number of sort of higher profile investigations. They include uh, the cramps and, and we know the outcome that they were charged by Victoria Police with race fixing mm. and subsequently were disqualified at a Harness Racing Victoria Racing Appeals Board. Absolutely. Now, just a couple of other matters, uh, Brent, while we've got you on and before we let you go. It was great to see Nick Murray return to the stewards panel, recently very popular uh, member of the HRV team. Great to have him back. And also Brett Day, he was elevated to the role of chairman of stewards. Yeah, Nick is a uh, real quality person, young leader within the organisation, highly respected internally and uh, externally. It's so good to have uh, someone of uh, Nick's uh, quality back to the organisation and we're looking forward now um, to working with him. Brett's now taken over the leadership role of the Chairman of Stewards and no doubt Brett, uh, Brett has done a superb job uh, in Nick's absence and he'll leave his imprint 
on that role going forward. We've currently advertised for a deputy chairman of stewards. We'll just see how that plays out. Plenty happening in that space. And before we let you go, the Herald Sun, yesterday I should ask you about this one, Brent. They uh, reported an investigation into Clark of the Course, uh, Jenny Douglas. What was your reaction to the article in the Herald Sun yesterday? And can you give us uh, the latest on that, on that investigation? Yeah, it's a, real, uh, it's a real positive outcome. Like I mentioned before, Cody, in terms of the number of information reports that we generate at the Integrity Department, this come about as a result of uh, receiving intelligence. Someone has contacted the uh, the Integrity Department, reported that uh, one of the trainers involved may be uh, uh, using uh, treatment on race day. We acted on, on that intelligence, and um, the result uh, is what it is at the moment. I can't comment too much about the, uh, the investigation other than to say that uh, we've acted on that intelligence, and I believe that uh, the process is working. Absolutely. Well, keep up the good work, Brent. We do really appreciate you coming on One Out, One Back and uh, giving us some of your time this morning. Thanks, Cody. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Brent Fisher, the General Manager of Integrity at HRV, with news of some new staff members as HRV uh, take uh, Integrity into the new era with uh, lots of uh, new additions now, joining us on One Out, One Back is a man that must be pretty pleased with the way the Country Cups championships are progressing. He's probably getting set to work out the check for the bonus to go to Kima Frenning for Buster Brady. And uh, Cody, uh, Toby McKinnon's there now with you in our studio. Yeah, Toby's put the uh, the headphones and the microphone on. This is a man who's uh, who does more Ks than the, uh, the early settlers. I think that's the saying. Toby, welcome to One Out, One Back again. Great to have you on. Thanks, Cody. Great to be here. Let's talk, uh, as Andrew's mentioned, about the championships. Firstly, the Trots Country Cups championship for the Pacers, and we see Buster Brady, 27 points, 9 points clear of perspective. Do you think this is all over, uh, by the shouting? Oh, it's never over till it's over, Cody. But uh, Mildura would... would suit perspective, wouldn't it? That sort of track would suit perspective. Yeah, he's been up to Mildura a mm. few times, so the horse would be familiar with it. But who would have thought when Buster Brady had his first Australian start at St Arnold, dollar fifty favourite, galloped away and that's finished right. distance, mm. and he's come out and won five Country Cups. And but on the flip side, perspective's won one Country Cup, and the point system's rewarded him throughout by contesting eight or nine of them throughout I, the year. I really like the point system uh, this year with the uh, with the point that you get just for going around. I think it's important that participation is rewarded in these country cups for the sake of, you know, ensuring, you know, plenty of horses in those fields, Toby. Yeah, and then there's communities getting behind them. So, and you see that particularly in the trotters as well. So the Ararat community would be right behind perspective and also King Denny, who unfortunately has been off the scene for a little while. Absolutely. And San Carlo, it's, uh, he's mathematically out of the race now, but he's currently third on 16 points. And then we have Can't Refuse, Loving a Chevy, I'm the Boss, and Rack'em Up Tiger Pile on 10. Let's talk Trotters, Maori's Idol Trotting Championship, and this is for $10,000. And this is a very, very uh, open race. Fratellino leading the way, 13 starts uh, for one win in the country Trotting Maori's Idol Cup Series, uh, one win but five minor placings, Toby. 26 points. King Denny, you mentioned, is on 20 points. And then we've got Belts, Jericho, Trumpet, each on 17 points. <clears throat> and back to 15 points for Destiny, Jenna Lou and Savannah JJ. But you're about to tell me that it goes even deeper than that for the horses who can still win this title. Well, the Trotters' Cups aren't always run the same program as a pacing cup. So there's, although there's only two pacing cups left, there's five Trotters' Cups. So after Mildura on April 11 and Warrigal on the 21st, we've got Shepparton, Ballarat and Bendigo Trotters' Cups to follow. So a horse at the moment who's ninth 
on the leaderboard is McLovin with 10 points. And if Andy Gath was so swayed to have a crack at the last five, he could still win it, Cody. And in the process, he would collect something in the vicinity of seventy, eighty thousand dollars. See, that's a good, it's a, it's a fair whack of cash. And just above him is Monty Python, of course, who we saw win at the weekend. So he's right in the race then too. And even ends in a party for uh, Brad Stevens up at uh, Bendigo, who would love to win it. Oh, wouldn't they all? Well, this is uh, you can check all these ladders out. Go to the trots.com.au, hover over racing, click on championships, and you can see the ladders for both of those. Toby, whilst we've got you in, we should talk about a couple of the cups that are upcoming. Yep. Um, and especially the Mildura Pacing Cup, because, of course, uh, this is, I think I, I tweeted last night, this is our version of the bull, and I think it's better than the bull. Well, I would say it's better than the bull. Of course we would. Yes, of course we would, being harness, harness uh, fanatics, but it's just a fantastic week. You get up there on the Tuesday, you've got the trots of Tuesday night, the Thursday night, the Saturday night, uh, the, the, the boat cruise on the Friday night. If you haven't booked any tickets to anything, get in contact with the club, which I'm sure we'll be talking to Tim later, Tim Scala from the club later, and he'll be happy to hear from you. But it's just a fantastic week, and you've got, you've got members of the trotting community there from old to young. It's just I can't wait. No, absolutely. And there's a boat cruise on the Friday night, I think. That's always part of it, traditional. Yeah, on the Friday night. So a lot of fun had on the boat cruise. I'll imagine. There was some uh, infamous dancing last year by a certain HRV CEO, but I won't name names. Hello, there you go. <laughs> Sensational. Um, and uh, also, uh, the club does a great job up there, don't they, with the promotion. I was talking to Tim Scarley yesterday. They've got the radio uh, program up there on uh, the outside broadcast. I think it's at the Plaza. So, you know, they, they really do get around it. Jason Bonington is uh, heading up from HRV with Blake Redden. I'll be up there myself. And uh, basically, every night we'll have Sky additional coverage, which is fantastic. Um, so that'll be the on-track interviews leading up to each race. And RSN right here for the listeners will have late mail and uh, the latest selections from, uh, from Blake and J-Bond throughout the week. So a real carnival feel. Uh, well, they'll be up there and right in amongst it, so they'll be getting the word straight from the horse's mouth, I suppose. And before we finish, uh, Toby, we should talk about uh, the Warrigal Cup, of course, coming up. There's another club that does a fantastic job, and it's a. I love how they keep referring to it as the Warrigal Pacing Bowl and really trying to create something uh, different down there. You must be pleased with the way uh, that's all going. Yeah, Easter Sunday codes, and it's just a fantastic family atmosphere at Warrigal. They get a huge crowd in there. Everyone, everyone walks away with some with the chocolates on the day. There you go. <laughs> Every time we get him on, he's good for the puns, Toby. Um, keep up the good work with Trots uh, Clubs Victoria and the uh, the Trots Country Cup circuit. It's all going fantastically well, and uh, good luck for the next uh, couple of weeks. Thanks, Katie, and I'll see you at Mildura. Can't wait. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Speaking of Mildura, coming up shortly, we'll have a chat to uh, Tim Scala, the manager of uh, Mildura, talking about their big carnival, of course, taking place uh, starting on the uh, 9th of this month, so into the next week. The studio guests, though, keep rolling along in our HRV studio. Joining us now is the man behind the Grassroots Gold Program. Hasn't that been a great success been a bit of a, an issue. Some clubs can't work out which clubs to put up because there are so many clubs benefiting from those uh, uh, big nights of their cup. And uh, Cody, uh, Andrew English there with you now? Absolutely, he is. And you're right, it's one of the big uh, issues that the clubs are having uh, as I welcome HRV General Manager of Marketing, Andrew English. In. Andrew, it's, uh, the, the clubs firstly have to make a decision on which local sporting club that they choose to try and uh, w- you know raise some funds for. Well, it's fantastic, Coz, and why wouldn't you? I mean, uh, these clubs are all uh, you know struggling for funds and they're looking for ways to raise 
raise money, and what better way to do it than to get a group of your mates together, head down to the trots, and uh, you know we're going to do all the hard work. Put you know we've got our form experts uh, who are using our game, our good form game plans, and um, you know that's a great way uh, for people who don't know to get on a good form, and that's you know that's how we empower punters to really make informed decisions about uh, how to wager and how to attack the the punt for the mm. trots, but mm. we're doing all the hard work and they get the benefit, so why wouldn't you? I should say that a lot of the clubs that have been involved, the partner clubs, and they've come along and supported the uh, the local trotting uh, cup and cheered on the game plan, a lot of them have really uh, walked away happy with the funds raised, but also educated the process yep. of harness racing and got engaged by following the game plans, yeah. which are drawn up in a real user-friendly style by uh, Bonners and Blake. Absolutely, and look, that's, that's one of the other key benefits, is not only we creating connections for our, our trots clubs um, in their local communities uh, and, you know, having a, get, getting a great way for people to go out and have a great day at the races. But, uh, but yeah, look, you do need to attack the, uh, the trots from a slightly different angle. And uh, we've got our experts, uh, Jason and Blake, and then, you know, into that you can add uh, Rob Orber and Luke Humphreys and Dan Malecki. These are all uh, mm. very, very astute punters and... Uh, they, they, they'll tell you the way to do it and, um, you know, invariably we get the job done as we did last weekend, of course, at Horsham. Absolutely. We should talk about Horsham on Sunday. $1,447.10 has gone to the Laharam Football Netball Club, raised through the Good Form Grassroots Gold mm. Program. Isn't that fantastic? I think that's a PB for the season, $1,447 uh, for the club, and that goes towards, you know, uh, much-needed uh, equipment, etc. Yep. for the club. So great result for Laharam. Andrew, what does that take the... Uh, the overall tally uh, so far this Trots Country Cups of money uh, raised by the grassroots program Yeah, that was a great result Codes and so that means now we've raised just under $10,000 wow. uh, for this season and uh, you know that, that's a lot of uniforms and equipment and uh, there'll be a lot of clubs that uh, you know will be benefiting from that so um, Absolutely. It's, it's, been, it's been a great success and uh, uh, you know that's year one, we, we'll, uh, we'll look to uh, to uh, bring it back bigger and better in, in next season. Yeah, amazing. Almost 10,000. And let's hope we're still a couple of country cups remaining. And I know Cobram's uh, having their grassroots gold on the uh, the pink day where they raise mm. money for cancer as well. So, right. so look, we've still got a big opportunity to actually crack the 10K. So that will be uh, fantastic. Well, we do. And then uh, don't forget, too, that uh, in addition to that weekly $500 uh, uh, good form game plan that... Uh, each of those regional community clubs um, will have the opportunity on uh, Mildura Cup night to uh, benefit from uh, our big $2,500 game plan. Good point. So uh, we can probably crack it this weekend. Oh, because, I hope so. Uh, sorry, next weekend, because Bonners goes in very confident to Mildura yes, every year. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big stage, and he likes to perform, and that's where he really brings out the big guns. So. Absolutely. Well, let's hope uh, it gets the job done again. We should change tack. Looking ahead to some other ish, uh, some other items uh, in the HRV marketing uh, department, Andrew. The 2019 uh, Vicbred Super Series, Elder Baron Park and Empire Stallions Vicbred Super Series uh, campaign. It's starting to take shape. Nothing sort of uh, has been released publicly as yet. But um, what sort of angle can we expect this year for the Vicbred campaign? Well, yeah. Look, to- uh, sorry, Coach. <laughs> I just saw we, we had to- Toby John. walking it's- out the door. Coach, there. Look. Um, you know what? Well, our, our view is why wouldn't you be Vic bred? I mean, uh, you know, Vic bred eligible horses are attract a you know are very attractive to potential buyers and generally attract attract a high premium. Um, but you know, we also have the the Vic bred Super Series, which is our premier age uh, racing futurity series and celebrates local owners and breeders and 
uh, of course, the locally bred horses. Mm. Um, so, yeah, look, we recently announced some some uh, breeding bonus certificates for, for Vic breeders uh, through June, July um, for broodmares. But this is, look, there's something we, we'll be looking to bring to announce some other exciting uh, initiatives for uh, through through the Vic Bread the upcoming Vic Bread Super Series uh, and bonuses and incentives uh, for colts and geldings and other uh, breeders as well. Would it be fair to say that this year's campaign will be more focused and more targeted on the industry and especially on the breeding industry? I know yeah. Harness Racing Victoria and Harness Breeders Victoria that relationship has really strengthened in recent yeah. times. We heard Terry Lewis come out and say that last week. Uh, so that sounds like it's going well. Is that a fair is that a fair call to say that it will be more targeted? towards the industry yeah absolutely look it's all part of a broader strategy really to instill more confidence in in victoria's breeding industry and um you know this will provide stimulus for, for local breeders uh, and owners to continue to reinvest and and you're right we're working really closely with the the harness breeders victoria um committee and and, and their uh, representatives and um we've got a great working relationship with them but very much a a, a laser focus this year for us is to really uh, sort of look to reverse this worldwide trend in decline in foal numbers and really have people um, investing with confidence back into breeding. I think it's exciting. The team's really uh, rising to that challenge and is really keen to turn that round, and we can see that. So there'll be more announcements, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future regarding not just the Vic Bread Super Series but the whole breeding uh, side of the industry. Andrew, great work, yeah. and uh, thanks, as always, for joining us here on uh, One Out, One Back. Good on you, Cody. Thanks for having me. Look forward to the next chat. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Andrew English there from the HRV team. We mentioned Mildura starting uh, next Tuesday, the carnival, and I spoke to club manager Tim Scala a few days ago. Yeah, good morning. It is such a uh, big event for your club and harness racing in Victoria, and it does run over the course of a number of meetings. So explain to our listeners, I guess, starting on the uh, 9th of April right through to the weekend. Yeah, of course. Look, we, we start our Cup Carnival on the 9th. On that night, we run the heats of our uh, Tasco Petroleum Pacing Cup. Um, and then also on that night, we run heats of the Tender Print Australia Cup. The finals will be on the Saturday. And that's for C4 to C8 class horses. So, so given you're there with a number of nights in a row, uh, are there any really keen people that travel to the township that make a, a huge few nights of it? Uh, look, we have a lot of guests that turn around and spend the whole week in Mildura. They use it as their annual holiday, a lot of people. Um, they book in each night of the Cup Carnival and uh, have a great time. Now, there are some terrific packages we want to mention for people, especially... Uh, now, are these on each of the nights or more so the final night? Because you've got a terrific dining package uh, upstairs in your club. Yeah, look, on the uh, Saturday night is the main night of our Cup Carnival, and up there we have um, dining packages upstairs um, that are just about sold out. So if you wanted to get in, you'd have to very quick. Um, but we also have um, a marquee packages where you can get a two-course sit-down meal there, or the more popular package we have is called the Sand Pit, um, and it's where for $90 you get um, a free voucher, $10 voucher in our uh, Punters Club. You get a two-for-one voucher, spend $10, you get a $20 bet. You get finger food all night, and you get an alcohol package that includes beer, wine, spirit, and champagne. Um, um, and then 
On top of that, there's also a free mechanical bull riding machine in that tent. Is that included in the package, Tim? I'm just wondering if uh, people had a few drinks and some of the finger food, maybe they shouldn't hop on that bull. But is that uh, adjacent or is that part of the package? <laughs> part, of the, part of the package and we'll, we'll have a few security guys just making sure that they haven't had too much to drink because we wouldn't want them uh, releasing their finger food, wouldn't we? Mm. There you go, Cody. You can have a few drinks, have something to eat, and hop on the bull. Have you been <laughs> that on is, that before? I, or? I, I, I actually have. Uh, not up at Mildura. I've been. Uh, I think it was a bar, a bar in Adelaide, and uh, and I hung on for for dear life. Uh, what I would say is, to, you, you can have some wardrobe malfunctions on that bull. So just be be mindful of that before you uh, saddle up. All right, very unique uh, aspect of uh, Mildura. Good on them for doing things different. In fact, away from the bull itself, that, those packages don't cost too much at all with the food and the drink. They sound tremendous. That's a no, great, yeah. Absolutely great value. And I tell you, you mentioned there, you asked him the question, do some people make this, uh, you know, a week of it up at Mildura? They absolutely do. And there'll be a lot of people who uh, go into the town. The population does swell up at Mildura off the back of this Trots Carnival. And uh, it really does grow every year. Tim Scala's done a wonderful job up there, continuing the great work that that club's put in over the years. And I reckon this year's going to be uh, the biggest yet. I've mentioned the media support through RSN and Sky and uh, the trots.com.au. It's going to be huge. We're on our final minute or so. Just some other news to wrap up. Yeah, we got the Sundons gift trotters free for all. Looking forward to that this Saturday night at Melton. It's race seven. It's attracted a really good field. We have McLovin here, who Toby McKinnon talked about earlier, is still being a chance in the Maori's Idol Trotting Championship. This Andy Gathorse, he rates it very highly, McLovin, and uh, almost uh, I've heard whispers almost uh, up there with Tornado Valley. Now, if you're uh, comparing a horse to Tornado Valley, the Inter Dominion champion, then uh, I tell you what, it must go okay. So keep following McLovin. I'm sure he'll keep doing good things. Delta Sun is another trotter in this race that I really like, very consistent, got a very bright future, could go on to be one of the top trotters in the land. I should give a shout-out to the two horses who won Group 1 race, races, the two Victorian horses at Bathurst last week. We had Jillaby Nitro for Marg and Jason Lee down at Tarang. They won in the two-year-old Group 1. And Lock and Var Art, we had David Moran on the program. He talked about the awkward barrier draw and how he was going to overcome it. Uh, well, he overcame it uh, very well. He just went straight back at the start, pulled to the outside, got into the clear, made a move mid-race, sat in the breeze, and then just put Shuby do a very nice horse away and won easily. Very, very, very impressive Lock and Var Art. And uh, I'm sure that he'll be winning bigger and better races in the future. Uh, a much-deserved Group 1 win for Laura Crossland, David Moran, and the whole Lock and Var Art team who haven't had a lot of luck at the barrier draws. And that might swing now as we move through the season. I know they're targeting the Breeders' Challenge up in New South Wales and uh, potentially the Breeders' Crown later on here in Victoria in the season. Well, thanks to all of our special guests on what's been a very interesting program. Enjoy your harness racing over the days and weeks ahead. Cody will speak to you next week. Look forward to it, Andrew. Thank you. This has been One Out, One Back for Harness Racing Victoria on RSN 927. Want to hear one out, one back again? Head to iTunes, our Facebook page and the podcast page at rsn.net.au.